Welcome to the PharmaProof podcast series, a bi-weekly podcast to promote animal health through biosecurity. The global animal health product management team shares with you easy and digestible knowledge and info from the field that is PharmaProofed. Hi, everybody. Hi, Carol Josephine from Technical Service. Hey, Josephine. We're together to talk about the myth on antibiotic resistance, the book from Jeroen de Wolf. And today we will investigate the myth number three. So this myth is the following. As long as you respect the withdrawal time, there is no problem whatsoever. What can you say about that, Karl? Yeah, I will first start with the definition of withdrawal time because I know why you like definitions. Exactly. <laughs> definitions are really important to understand our topic. So give us the definition of a withdrawal time. Yeah, so the definition of withdrawal time is the following. It's a period of time from when a drug is administrated to when the drug concentration falls below the tolerance. Okay, so you mean we give a drug to an animal or to a person, mm -hmm. it reaches a certain level in the blood, in the tissue, in the meat, in the milk. Yeah. And then we wait till this concentration level falls to a certain level that is acceptable before we can drink the milk or before we can uh, eat the meat. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Every approved livestock drug has its own withdrawal time, which only applies when a drug, when the drug is used according to the labeled direction. Yeah, yeah, the, okay, yeah, that is part of the registration process, and that's uh, in the safety part. You have to explain or to prove, let's say, uh, the the, withdraw the withdrawal period that you go for. And uh, usually, indeed, you, you, you have to have a, a specific one for the milk and you have you want to have it in hours or in days. But days will already be if you have two, three days, uh, that's already quite long. And for meat, uh, there is also a specific withdrawal time. Uh, so that's the time that you have to wait between the last injection received and the uh, day of slaughter. Uh, so mm. that, that also means that uh, at the end of the production cycle, there's no option uh, within one week, two weeks sometimes to use any antibiotic. Uh, otherwise, there's the yeah. risk of yeah. withdrawal time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't use it then. Okay. Um, and so I guess I already mentioned a bit the residues. Can you explain a little bit the connection because this bit between <clears throat> sorry this withdrawal time and the residues that can be found? Yeah, but let's first start with antibiotic resi residues. Uh -huh. What is it? Yeah, is a chemical residue of the antibiotic dress, drugs lingering on the an on it. On in animal products, for example, milk. Okay. This is this is a chemical problem that is well understood and quite easy to control. Okay, so we will we will have some molecules, let's say, of the antibiotic yeah. that stay, for example, as you mentioned, in the milk. Yeah, the chemical molecules. Uh -huh. This is, of course, partially because in the Western world, 
at least regulations are strictly monitored and well adhered to by the farmers and veterinarians. They all know that respecting the withdrawal time is a high importance and that legal and financial consequence may be served in case of violation. Yeah, so there, there's quite some uh, some high price to pay indeed if you find some residues. Uh, in the milk industry, yeah. for example, if there's one positive animal, it can make the whole tank positive yeah. and then the whole truck positive and, and then you have to throw away all that uh, milk, yeah. for instance. Yeah. yeah, especially in dairy, antibiotic residues in milk is important as it may hamper the production of dairy products through fermentation, for example, yogurt. Okay, okay. You mean that the, 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 there is not the same capacity of, of creating yogurt when we still have some antibiotics in? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. The, the, the fermentation is indeed also due to antibiotics. Yeah, and the residues will work on... on okay, yeah. I understand. Okay, and in the, in the meat sector... Uh, I can add that we have a bit of a similar uh, situation. There are some uh, controls made by the authority and, uh, and you, you have some tests done to, to look for uh, antibiotic uh, residues. And sometimes that leads to recalls. Recalls mean that uh, from a certain lot that, uh, the that is sampled positive, you have to take back all the meat that yeah. has been spread in a different customers uh, on the market in different countries exported that can uh, be a huge cost a huge impact economical impact uh, for the slaughterhouse yeah that's true okay and uh, what about we are now talking about the european legislation what about other regions worldwide are they following yeah. the same yeah the worldwide legislations concern antibiotic use in animals often trends to focus solely on the is issue of residues instead of tackling the real problem of resistance. Okay, so, so in fact they, they focus on uh, avoiding residues so that people can consume milk or meat without residues. So that's, from the, uh, that's not fro from the standpoint of avoiding resistance. No, no. Okay. And um, is it really related or, or can we say that there is no link between antibiotic residues and, and resistance? Yeah. In countries where there is little control and where there is a high level on, 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 of antibiotic usage close to the date of harvesting, this may lead to high residue levels in animal products and can be indeed select for resistance in the human gut flora. Okay. So that's an answer on our question. Yeah, indeed, there is a link. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if we respect the withdrawal time after treating animals, is therefore not nearly enough to tackle the resistance? Every single treatment of an animal with antibiotics, whether shortly before it's slaughtered or months of even years away from its slaughter date, will select for resistance bacteria that may linger of on for a long period of time. While residues in animal products will wane, resistance bacteria are likely to stay. Aha, uh -huh, understand. So, okay, residues is, is like a, a, a 
time-related issue. Yeah. Uh, we have to respect some periods uh, so that, that we have a, a meat or a milk without residues. On the other hand, every single treatment with an antibiotic will lead to a certain potential resistance yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the bacteria. And that's really the challenge here. Um, we cannot say like the myth number three uh, is suggesting. We cannot say that uh, if we respect the withdrawal time, there is no problem whatsoever in terms of resistance. So thank you, Carol, for uh, explaining and sharing the, this information regarding the myth number three. Uh, we will investigate further meat together in a next podcast. Thank you, listener. Yeah. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Find us on all streaming platforms, YouTube and online at farmapproved.com. Check back in two weeks for new episodes. Until next time. <laughs>